Guten Morgen. Thank you for 224K. I see there's some pretty good headlines like Swalwell roast the entire Republican Party. Let's see that first. And then there's federal judge acts quickly after Jack Smith calls out Trump's behavior posted by Midas Touch three hours ago. No games in my court. If I had a chairman who failed to honor his own lawful subpoena about 500 days after it was submitted to him, I would say, catch me when you're serious. Come talk to me when you're going to follow the law about whether you think I follow the law. But that's not who you are. You take your job seriously, even in front of a lot of unserious people. In fact, the chair that you were sitting in, you may not know this, but the last person who sat in that chair was called by the chairman an anti-vaccine, anti-Semitic witness in RFK Jr. So you have brought immediate credibility to the chair that you're sitting in by just being here. They're not serious people. They chide people for their pronouns. They obsess and display in this committee and other committees of private citizens' non-consensual nude images. We're not talking about serious people. We're not talking about people who are on the level. If I had a chairman who failed to honor his own lawful subpoena about 500 days after it was submitted to him, I would say, catch me when you're serious. Come talk to me when you're going to follow the law about whether you think I follow the law. But that's not who you are. You take your job seriously, even in front of a lot of unserious people. In fact, the chair that you were sitting in, you may not know this, but the last person who sat in that chair talking was to? called by the chairman an anti-vaccine, anti-Semitic witness in RFK Jr. So you have brought immediate credibility to the chair that you're sitting in by just being here. Who is he talking to? Watch the full clip here, okay? If an average American refused a subpoena, they would be in jail, not our politicians. They're locked in, Jordan up. We need more young, strong Democrats. American hero, GOP's Jerry Springer show. Term limits. So please call. So we can stop this madness. Christopher Perez, Trump for prison. <clears throat> I said term limits. And Representative Swalwell, please call for the mass expulsion of all these insurrectionists from January 6th, remember? Republican insurrectionists. Extremely smart guy, you know that 14th Amendment says no insurrectionists may hold office, so please call for them to be charged and removed immediately. Stop the madness. Term limits.
What is the main reason for the 33rd degree Masons? The main reason is not to, you know, everybody thinks it's some kind of crazy thing. It's actually space travel. 33rd degree Masons is about space travel. That's the ultimate Dimensions. goal. Masonry goes all the way back to the Chateau coming out of the land of Kemp, the brick Masons that had the secret knowledge that was then lost in the mystery schools. It's all about reobtaining the capability of traveling in space. Why do I say that? Because you have to travel 33 times the speed of sound to escape Earth's gravity to get into space. If you travel 32, 31, 30, you're not going to escape. There's no escape velocity. You have to travel 33 times the speed of sound to escape into space. That's why the runway in Florida at the Space Coast is runway number 33. What is the main reason for the 33rd degree Masons? The main reason is not to, you know... Seven skills that will pay off forever. Better life comes Let's with better make. time management. Managing your time can significantly increase your self-confidence and make you efficient in every way of your life. You can be the most disciplined, brilliant, and even wealthy individual in the world, but if you don't care for or empathize with other people, then you are nothing but a sociopath. It doesn't matter what others think of you, if you believe in yourself, you can achieve anything. You should embrace your weakness so that you can work on what you need to improve. It's a part of self-love. You should dream, but more importantly, you should work on what you dream. No matter what happened in your past, you live in the present. It was a lesson to prepare you for something greater than what you believe in. Most people fail only because they give up too soon. You must know that great things take time. And if you want something that's going to change your life, be patient, be consistent. Seven skills. Okay, let's go back to no games. My court federal judge acts quickly after Jack Smith calls out Trump's behavior. These news stories about UFO yeah, sightings are a giant prison. distraction. They are trying to distract the public from what's really going on behind Smart the scenes. Smart service Listen up, today. you have a right to know about this. While the mainstream media was distracting the public with phony hearings about UFO sightings, party what? members were holding a closed-off hearing in the Capitol. In this backroom trial closed off to the public, a new rule was passed giving anyone in America a $540 spending allotment to use what? to cover basic necessities like food, groceries, gas, and rent. This $540 allotment is sent every month just like the STEMI checks. It's completely free and won't affect any benefits you already have. And you don't even need to have a job or a high school diploma to claim this because these funds are provided by the state to all Americans, not on Medicare or Medicaid. You can even have each member of your family collecting this $540 allotment each and every month. People are using these funds to cover all of their basic needs that they can't usually afford. There's a link below where you can apply, but you have to hurry. This program isn't lasting forever, and people making over $50,000 per year will not qualify. Just click that link, answer a few questions, and get up. Michael Popak, Legal AF, reporting from an undisclosed location in Georgia. <laughs> Here to talk about, though, Jack Smith, Donald Trump's lawyers, Judge Tanya Chupkin in the District of Columbia, both sides throwing haymakers at each other in rapid pace, just hours apart, concerning the protective order motion, and the Department of Justice is digging in its heels that it needs a protective order motion to stop Donald Trump with his obvious efforts to try his case in the public by commenting inappropriately and in violation of the local rules, the local criminal rules about witnesses, evidence, his case. He doesn't have a First Amendment right, although you wouldn't know that by how John Loro, in five different appearances on television, 
must-see TV for Jack Smith on Sunday, what he said about the case, the witnesses, what Donald Trump said about the case and witnesses, all in violation of local rules. A criminal defendant does not have a First Amendment right to go on television or social media and talk about the evidence against him, the witnesses against him, and sensitive information against him. He has the right to obtain that information. He has a right to obtain that information from the government in order for him to put on a defense in a court of law, not a court of public opinion. That is the basis for the protective order. And all John Loro is doing is giving the government exhibit A, B, C, and D. And how do I know that? Because in something that was just filed by the Department of Justice in the last two hours, it only took them two hours to, to generate nine pages to file their reply paper to finally conclude the briefing schedule set up by Judge Chutkin about whether there will or won't be a protective order, a, a gag order in place, and what is the contours of that protective order. This has all been going on since Friday. Before I read from the reply paper that the government just filed, including them quoting chapter and verse, as we expected on the Midas Touch Network and Legal AF, everything that John Loro said on television ended up being put back in his face and fired back at him in a counterpunch by the Department of Justice in their filing. Right? Continuing to pay dividends. As I once said, on, on Friday or Saturday when the Trump campaign or Trump himself on social media put out a viewing guide of all the appearances for John Loro, they should have just put Jack Smith mandatory television watching guide and the rest of his team because they were watching. That's why they don't really want to gag Donald Trump or his lawyers. They want him to continue to violate all the rules so they can fire back at them in filings. Let me just quickly catch you up as to where we are with this final piece of paper. It started... This is fucking outrageous because this weekend he threatened the judge, he threatened all the prosecutors, posted their pictures, fraud squad. It's a hit list for his supporters to go track him down and make death threats. And in... And he threatens Mike Pence too. Said he's not a good person. Sad. I read a magazine article that he was not a good person, and I guess it's true. Sad. That's like code word. That's fucking mob talk. It's mob talk to go track him down. In death threats. Finish where you started on January 6th. That's what that's about. So it's fucking outrageous. Why is he not fucking in prison? They have a mountain of evidence. They have all the evidence they fucking need. Stop letting him... Uh, incite more violence and more insurrection. Fucking stupid-ass Justice Department. On Friday, the government triggered by Donald Trump 
social media posting a threat, a, a threat of violence against prosecutors and others. You're coming for me, I come after you, without a picture of the fraud squad, which is all of the attorney generals and prosecutors, including Jack Smith, going after Donald Trump. The Department of Justice was, and the special counsel was going to file a motion for protective order anyway because they had a shed load, that's a legal term, they had tractor-trailer loads, hundreds of terabytes of information ready on the drop of a hat, drop of a dime to turn over now that he's been, Donald Trump, indicted and arraigned and released on special conditions. They're ready to go. We know this. Jack Smith is not going to put anything in the indictment. He doesn't have six ways to Sundays supported by witness testimony, by evidence, by text, by emails, and the like, videos and recordings and lawyer notes. For each of those paragraphs, there's probably it probably rests on five or six discrete pieces of evidence, unique pieces of evidence, and witness testimony. Right? It's the indictment. The protective order is they, they were not going to bring this indictment, right? Until they also had all the documents ready to go and prepared to turn over to Donald Trump, subject to a judge entering a protective order. Even Judge Cannon in the Southern District of Florida from Mar-a-Lago entered a protective order. And the protective order that the Department of Justice proposed on Friday, just this past Friday, was almost identical to one that was already entered by a Republican-appointed judge, Judge Carl Nichols, in the Steve Bannon case. So they took the Steve Bannon Republican-appointed judge, and they put it in front of Judge Chutkin and said, we just want the same thing. That's a good place to start. And that was on Friday. And by the way, Judge, he's threatening us. And you can see what he'll do if he's not, if there's no protective order in place, quoting from that social media posting of the threat, the mob threat. And Judge Chutkin took it seriously, demonstrating also how she's going to run her courtroom, right? But Lord Michael, there already was a protective order, which he violated, threatening all the prosecutors, Biden, Mike Pence. And so, uh, by saying he why, um. in jail for violating the protective order like anybody else. Fair. They don't need any more evidence.
Exclamation point. Why are they so fucking lame? Allowing Throw him in fucking jail. Everybody, Midas touch, mighty. Midas mighty call. Tell them. Mighty. Okay, so I said, but Michael, there already was a protective order in place. Why isn't he thrown in jail for violating the protective order like anybody else would be? There's more preferential treatment. They already have mountains of evidence. They don't need any more evidence. And he violated it by threatening all the prosecutors and Mike Pence by saying, and saying he was coming after all of them. What the hell is wrong with our Justice Department? Why won't they do their job? They're not only allowing national security risks, they're undermining the rule of law by giving him preferential treatment and, and a million chances. Throw him in fucking jail now. Midas Mighty, call the DOJ. Tell them bare minimum. Disqualify him now. Just press. Shove the prison. Uh, and a discipline in which she runs her courtroom, which comes from having been a trial lawyer, having tried 15 or 20 cases before she hit the bench, and then been on the bench for like, you know, already 13, 14 years, trying hundreds and hundreds of cases successfully. That's that Judge Chutkin. So she knows what she wants. She knows how to run her courtroom. She has a firm hand on the tiller. And she said, fine, I agree with you. We need a protective order. Your, your protective order looks pretty good. Let's hear from the other side. Other side. This is Friday. You have until Monday at 5 o'clock to tell me what's wrong with this protective order proposed to give me a red line of, of proposed changes and make any argument that you want. Donald Trump didn't want to do that. And he knew that John Laura was going on five different news shows. Well, four news shows and one Fox shows on Sunday to talk about everything that he won't be able to talk about once the protective order is in place.
And so he he tried to get more delay, right? Buy more time for John Laura to be able to hit that circuit on Sunday. And so he said, I need more time, Judge. Money doesn't work for us. How about Thursday? Thursday's pretty good for us, and we can get together over a cup of coffee and have a conversation. I mean, I'm giving you the summary of their motion for enlargement of time. And the judge fired back right after that within like an hour or two and said, I don't know what part of Monday 5 o'clock you didn't get, but you have till Monday 5 o'clock. You want to use that time, you can do whatever you like. You can do a red line, you can give me a piece of paper, you can propose your own thing. I don't know about a hearing, I'm not sure I need one, but Monday 5 o'clock. And Monday 5 o'clock came, and 20, well, really 14 pages plus, plus an attachment later, Donald Trump and his counsel, John Loro, and, well, really John Loro, because Todd Blanche isn't yet admitted into the D.C. court to be able to make an argument. With the Fries app, you can always save big on your favorites with personalized coupons and deals, so you can spend less and get more. Download the Fries app today and get savings designed with you in mind. Fries, fresh for everyone. At 7 p.m. today, the Urgent Debt Relief Initiative will end. Under this program, anyone with a debt of 10000 Let me repeat that. He's still pending a motion to be admitted into court. So Loro has to make all, all the statements uh, in, the, in the filing. And in that filing, they basically, I mean, I'll just give you a quick, they basically say, this is a First Amendment trial. It's not. And, the, and Donald Trump's First Amendment rights are being violated. They aren't. And uh, we want to be able to use uh, everything that's in the pile, except for grand jury material, that's inappropriate, and comment on it. We don't want to have to ask the permission of the, of the government. The government should tell us which documents they think are sensitive and which aren't, and make it easier on us. Um, oh, and by the way, Judge, it was really hard to file by Monday at 5 o'clock. We should always have 14 days, Judge. It'll always take us 14 days or 7 days or whatever the rule provides, and they complained about that in a long footnote, like anybody cared about that. Um, and they're ju it's just talking points for all of their new pitch about Donald Trump has First Amendment rights. What they completely ignored is that there is a local rule that deals with what a lawyer can say about a pending case out of court and out of court statements. And that local rule does not allow John Loro to do what he did on Sunday. So he's already violated the local rule. Because you're not allowed to comment on witnesses and testimony and evidence in out-of-court statements. You can do whatever you want in the courtroom, but you can't go on television and do it. And that is a violation of a local rule, which I'm going to show you in a minute. And then Donald Trump, of course, continued to attack Mike Pence and other potential witnesses, only reinforcing the argument that the government made in its first filing for the motion for protective order on Friday that Donald Trump can't be trusted. He needs to be gagged and shut down, Judge. And, and let's use as examples things that happened over this weekend. And that's exactly what the government did. They hoisted Donald Trump and John Loro on their own petard and used as their own examples things they did over the weekend. And I'm going to read from the filing that just happened for those that are playing the Donald Trump on trial home game, docket entry number 15. And in docket entry number 15, the government's restarted with, the central purpose of criminal discovery is to provide the defendant with materials necessary to prepare for a fair trial. 
To facilitate the efficient production of discovery to the defense, the government proposed a reasonable protective order consistent with the current practice in this district. The defendant instead proposed an order designed to allow him to try this case and in the media rather than in the courtroom. Right? You have a constitutional right to a fair trial in a courtroom, not to be able to go tit for tat or, or in, the, uh, in the public domain and uh, go on every news show and every social media platform and, uh, and crow about your case. The, the government went on to say to safeguard witness privacy and the integrity, there's a word you don't often hear associated with Donald Trump, the integrity of these proceedings, the court should enter the, the government's proposed order. And then they said in their argument, this is again quoting from the government, the defendant's proposed order would lead to the public dissemination of discovery material. That's a no-no. Indeed, that is the defendant's stated goal. The defendant, Trump, seeks to use the discovery material to litigate this case in the media. But that is contrary to the purposes of criminal discovery, which is to afford defendants the ability to prepare for and mount a defense in court, not to wage a, a media campaign. Media the court should instead it. enter the government's proposed order. They then quoted from Trump bashing Pence just this past weekend in on his social media. Christopher Press, Trump for prison. Note one. The defendant has made a number of additional social media posts related to this case since the government filed its protective order motion on Friday. For example, the day before his counsel made comments about Mr. Pence, the defendant, Trump, posted the following to social media, quote, wow, it's finally happened. Little Mike Pence, a man who was about to be ousted as governor of Indiana until I came along and made him VP, has gone to the dark side. I never told a newly emboldened Pence to put me above the Constitution or that Mike was too honest. He is delusional and he wants to show he's a tough guy. But even more... Uh, cutting, if you will, by the Department of Justice and Jack Smith is the quotes they, they make of John Loro on um, television. And what they say about that, which I love, and I'm going to quote from it here, is that, um, as you know, I'm a trial lawyer, and when I'm not breaking down the latest legal filings the day for you on Legal AF, I'm jumping from courthouse to meeting to meeting, and it can be exhausting and, frankly, dehydrating. That's why I started using Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America and is now available in a sugar-free option. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone. probably making and they got a lot of Patreons. Why don't they fucking get rid of these ads in the middle of their um, broadcast? Fuck that. And keep your daily in an abundant water. But right. Why is this now? There's another fucking ad from YouTube. Here is exploding with no ads, dude. 
right to know what the evidence is in this case, provided that the evidence is not protected otherwise. On ABC, John Morrow said, quote, this is an attack on you and members of the press. I'm really surprised people... Uh, and I quote from the brief. On Sunday, August 6th, defense counsel appeared on five television programs and discussed this case in detail, publicly commenting on topics including the party's disagreement over the protective order, the defense's plan legal arguments, the defendant's actions and statements during the charged conspiracies, and expected testimony of prospective witnesses. For instance, on CNN... Quoting John Lauro, this protective order that's being suggested by the Biden administration is an effort to keep the press from important, non-sensitive information. The press and the American people in a campaign season have a right to know what the evidence is in this case, provided that the evidence is not protected otherwise. On ABC, John Lauro said, quote, this is an attack on you and members of the press. I'm really surprised people haven't spoken out about it. What the government, what the Biden administration is trying to do is prevent the press from learning about exculpatory and helpful information, evidence that the people have a right to know. That is shocking. Uh, on NBC, he said, well, I'm shocked, John Loro, and I can find you a lawyer to address this, but I'm shocked that all the news media outlets aren't protesting what the government is trying to do. They're trying to say that we have discovery that's not sensitive, but we don't want the press to hear about it. And Mr. Trump, our team is saying, President Trump is saying that if there's evidence out there that the government has that's exculpatory or informative, the press has the right to know. Here we go. Donald Trump, the protector and defender of the press. The man who constantly, his constant harangue and refrain is that the press is the enemy of the people. This is Orwellian in its presentation. Uh, and, and, and so on. And the uh, lawyers for, for the Department of Justice, Tom Windham, who signed this motion, reminded the judge, although I don't think she needs any reminding, that all of the statements made by John Loro on all five news shows, or four news shows in Fox show, violate Local Criminal Rule 57.7b, right, which um, prohibit a defense counsel from stating what he intends to do with discovery, publicizing outside of the court the details of the case and testimony of anticipated witnesses. 57.7b provides that it is the duty of an attorney in a criminal case not to publicly disseminate information or opinion. John, regarding, among other things, the existent, existence or contents of any statements given by the accused or the identity, testimony, or credibility of prospective witnesses. So when John Loro takes on Mike Pence and says we can't wait to cross-examine him, he just violated local criminal rule 57.7b, and the government is putting them on notice. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a separate motion by Jack Smith on that local rule and the violation related to it. And for a good measure, the uh, motion, the Department of Justice Special Counsel, uh, cites the court to a 1941 case, Bridges versus California, from the Supreme Court, which in, in a parenthetical quote says, legal trials are not like elections. To be won... Trump lawyers are breaking laws. Lawyers.
interest of her press. Just had a new baby. Just gave Through birth. the use of the meeting hall, the radio, and the newspaper. And, the, and they went on in their uh, filing to say, the goal of the defendant's proposed protective order, prejudicial publicity, is antithetical to the interests of justice. And then they reminded the judge as to why they can't accept the red lines, and she shouldn't accept it, the proposed changes, because it just totally guts the protective order and its purpose. For instance, um, in paragraph one, the... Uh, uh, Trump people want to replace certain language would, which would have the effect of allowing them to subpoena sensitive information through discovery and publicize it through that material. Uh, and of course, Jack Smith's group smarter than they are and caught that and said, well, you can't agree to that. And another interesting paragraph change, they wanted to, the Trump people, John Laura, wanted to remove uh, lawyers and paid staff for lawyers as being part of the group that can see the sensitive information and said something like um, well there's uh, volunteer attorneys and other consultants and other volunteers and other people that we may want to show it to they'll all be working for the defense and what I love this quote the, uh, the reminder from the uh, Department of Justice to Judge Chutkin is that um, remember Judge there are several co-conspirators in fact, there are six co-conspirators who are attorneys uh, whom the defense might interpret as other attorneys assisting the counsel, and the court should not accept that edit. What is that, Patrick? That means that Cheeseboro, uh, uh, Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, uh, Boris Epstein, John Eastman shouldn't be allowed as co-conspirators to, to volunteer their time and efforts and get access to all of the discovery material, especially when they're, as of yet, unindicted co-conspirators, but soon could be indicted co-conspirators. They shouldn't be able to get access to the same, very same universe of information that will be used to indict them as well, unless and until they're indicted. Um, and so uh, uh, that is the attack. It just shows you that for every change that Donald Trump's team made, Jack Smith saw right through it and called it out to the judge as to why this will gut and turn the protective order on its head. Now, where do we go from here, Popak? Friday started the whole thing with the filing of the protective order motion, and now on Monday... Talk about wheels of justice moving fast. You can smell the smoke of the wheels of justice in Judge Tanya Chutkin's courtroom. And we have from Friday to Monday, right, with all the weekend days in between, a fully briefed motion for protective order issue, meaning we have the opening brief, the opposition brief, and the reply brief, along with some BS by Donald Trump to try to slow down the train um, in filings and asking for more time, 14 days every time, 14 days every time. You know what Jack Smith's team said to the footnote by Donald Trump that's, that cried and pleaded about? We needed 14 days, Your Honor. It was really hard to work over the weekend. Especially when John Laura was tied up on five different news shows. Uh, please always give us 14 days, the 14 days. Don't shorten it, Judge. We always need 14 days or maybe seven days. And you know what Jack Smith's group said? We're going to file our reply in two hours. Two hours. It's like name that tune, right? Donald Trump's like, I can name that tune in 14 days. <laughs> Jack Smith's response was, I can name it in two hours. And they filed an eight-page brief in two hours. It's now fully briefed. 
Now, Judge Chutkin has just ruled she wants a hearing. It'll be this Friday where she'll make the ultimate decision on the protective order, likely siding with the Department of Justice. Most decisions in federal court are made on the papers, meaning on the fully briefed issue. There's very few oral arguments at this level, maybe on some highfalutin constitutional issues down the road, certainly on any kind of attack on the indictment. Uh, that would be made by Donald Trump's team, but not on sort of garden variety entering a protective order. So I would be surprised, mildly surprised, if Tanya Chutkin bought in to the Trump request for the second time to have another hearing sometime this week so they can muddy the waters more with some sort of oral argument. I think she's going to rule. I think she's going to rule this week. And why I think she's going to rule this week and quickly and quickly, beginning of this week, is because on August 28th, she's already pulled everybody together in a live hearing in her courtroom in order to set the trial date of this case under the Speed Trial Act. And she wants, I'm sure, to have cleared the brush and the undertow away and have Jack Smith's protective order in place so he can produce all the documents to the other side so they have at least the benefit of the 16 tractor trailers, whatever it's going to be, of information before the August 28th hearing. And there's going to be full briefing on that August 28th hearing that's moving on a separate track that we're going to follow in only one place, the Midas Tunnel. Now that he's been, Donald Trump, indicted and concerning the protective order motion and the Department of Justice is digging in its heels that it needs a protective order motion to stop Donald Trump with his obvious efforts to try his case in the public by commenting inappropriately and in violation of the local rules, the local criminal rules about witnesses, evidence, his case. He doesn't have a First Amendment right, although you wouldn't know that by how John Lauro in five different appearances on television, must-see TV for Jack Smith on Sunday, what he said about the case to witnesses, what Donald Trump said about the case and witnesses, all in violation of local rules. A criminal defendant does not have a First Amendment right to go on television or social media and talk about the evidence against him, the witnesses against him, and sensitive information against him. He has the right to obtain that information he has a right to obtain that information from the government in order for him to put on a defense in a court of law, not a court of public opinion. That is the basis for the protective order. And all John Loro is doing is giving the government exhibit A, B, C, and D. And how do I know that? Because in something that was just filed by the Department of Justice in the last two hours, it only took them two hours to, to generate nine pages to file their reply paper to finally conclude the briefing schedule set up by Judge Chutkin about whether there will or won't be a protective order, a, a gag order in place, and what is the contours of that protective order. This has all been going on since Friday. Before I read from the reply paper that the government just filed, including them quoting chapter and verse, as we expected on the Midas Touch Network and Legal AF, everything that John Loro said on television ended up being put back in his face and fired back at him in a counterpunch by the Department of Justice in their filing. Right? Continuing to pay dividends. As I once said, 
on, on Friday or Saturday when the Trump campaign or Trump himself on social media put out a viewing guide of all the appearances for John Loro, they should have just put Jack Smith mandatory television watching guide and the rest of his team because they were watching. That's why they don't really want to gag Donald Trump or his lawyers. They want him to continue to violate all the rules so they can fire back at them in filings. Let me just quickly catch you up as to where we are with this final piece of paper. It started on Friday. The government triggered by Donald Trump social media posting a threat, a, a threat of violence against prosecutors and others. You're coming for me, I come after you, without a picture of the fraud squad, which is all of the attorney generals and prosecutors, including Jack Smith, going after Donald Trump. The Department of Justice was, and the special counsel was going to file a motion for protective order anyway because they had a shed load, that's a legal term, they had tractor trailer loads, hundreds of terabytes of information ready on the drop of a hat, drop of a dime to turn over now that he's been, Donald Trump, indicted and arraigned and released on special conditions. They're ready to go. We know this. Jack Smith is not going to put anything in the indictment. He doesn't have six ways to Sunday supported by witness testimony by evidence, by text, by emails, and the like, videos and recordings, and lawyer notes for each of those paragraphs. There's probably, probably rests on five or six discrete pieces of evidence, unique pieces of evidence, and witness testimony. Right? It's the indictment. The protective order is, they, they were not going to bring this indictment, right? Until... They also had all the documents ready to go and prepared to turn over to Donald Trump, subject to a judge entering a protective order. Even Judge Cannon in the Southern District of Florida from Mar-a-Lago entered a protective order. And the protective order that the Department of Justice proposed on Friday, just this past Friday, was almost identical to one that was already entered by a Republican-appointed judge, Judge Carl Nichols, in the Steve Bannon case. So they took the Steve Bannon Republican-appointed judge, and they put it in front of Judge Chutkin and said, we just want the same thing. That's a good place to start. And that was on Friday. And by the way, Judge, he's threatening us. And you can see what he'll do if he's not, if there's no protective order in place, quoting from that social media posting of the threat, the mob threat. And Judge Chutkin took it seriously, demonstrating also how she's going to run her courtroom, right? And, uh, and the discipline at which she runs her courtroom, which comes from having been a trial lawyer, having tried 15 or 20 cases before she hit the bench, and then been on the bench for like, you know, already 13, 14 years, trying hundreds and hundreds of cases successfully. That's that judge checked in. So she knows what she wants. She knows how to run her courtroom. She has a firm in on the tiller. And she said, fine, I agree with you. We need a protective order. Your, your protective order looks pretty good. Let's hear from the other side. The other side. This is Friday. You have until Monday at 5 o'clock to tell me what's wrong with this protective order proposed to give me a red line of, of proposed changes to make any argument that you want. Donald Trump didn't want to do that. And he knew that John Laura was going on five different news shows, well, four news shows and one Fox shows, on Sunday to talk about everything that he won't be able to talk about once the protective order is in place. And so he, he tried to get more delay, right? Buy more time for John Laura to be able to hit that circuit on Sunday. And so he said, I need more time, Judge. Money doesn't work for us. How about Thursday? Thursday's pretty good for us. And we can get together over a cup of coffee and have a conversation. 
I mean, I, I'm giving you the summary of their motion for enlargement of time. And the judge fired back right after that, within like an hour or two, and said, I don't know what part of Monday, 5 o'clock you didn't get, but you have till Monday, 5 o'clock. You want to use that time, you can do whatever you like. You can do a red line, you can give me a piece of paper, you can propose your own thing. I don't know about a hearing, I'm not sure I need one, but Monday, 5 o'clock. And Monday, 5 o'clock came, and 20, well, really 14 pages plus, plus an attachment later, Donald Trump and his counsel, John Loro, and, well, really John Loro, because Todd Blanche isn't yet admitted into the D.C. court to be able to make an argument. Let me repeat that. He's still pending a motion to be admitted into court. So Loro has to make all the, all the statements uh, in, the, in the filing. And in that filing, they basically, I'll just give you a quick, they basically say, this is a First Amendment trial. It's not. And, the, and Donald Trump's First Amendment rights are being violated. They aren't. And uh, we want to be able to use uh, everything that's in the pile, except for grand jury material. That's inappropriate. And comment on it. We don't want to have to ask the permission of the of the government. The government should tell us which documents they think are sensitive and which aren't and make it easier on us. Um, oh, and by the way, Judge, it was really hard to file by Monday at 5 o'clock. We should always have 14 days, Judge. It'll always take us 14 days or 7 days or whatever the rule provides. And they complain about that in a long footnote like anybody cared about that. Um, and they're ju it's just talking points for all of their new pitch about Donald Trump has First Amendment rights. What they completely ignored is that there is a local rule that deals with what a lawyer can say about a pending case out of court and out of court statements and that local rule does not allow John Morrow to do what he did on Sunday so he's already violated the local rule because you're not allowed to comment on witnesses and testimony and evidence in out of court statements you can do whatever you want in the courtroom but you can't go on television and do it and that is a violation of a local rule which I'm going to show you in a minute and then Donald Trump of course continued to attack Mike Pence and other potential witnesses only reinforcing the argument that the government made in its first filing for the motion for protective order on Friday that Donald Trump can't be trusted. He needs to be gagged and shut down, Judge. And, and let's use as examples things that happened over this weekend. And that's exactly what the government did. They hoisted Donald Trump and John Loro on their own petard and used as their own examples things they did over the weekend. And I'm going to read from the filing that just happened for those that are playing the Donald Trump on trial home game, docket entry number 15. In a docket entry number 15, the government's restarted with, the central purpose of criminal discovery is to provide the defendant with materials necessary to prepare for a fair trial. To facilitate the efficient production of discovery to the defense, the government proposed a reasonable protective order consistent with the current practice in this district. The defendant instead proposed an order designed to allow him to try this case and in the media rather than in the courtroom. Right? You have a constitutional right to a fair trial in a courtroom, not to be able to go tit for tat or, or in, the, uh, in the public domain and uh, go on every news show and every social media platform and, uh, and crow about your case. The, the government went on to say to safeguard witness privacy and the integrity, there's a word you don't often hear associated with Donald Trump, the integrity of these proceedings, the court should enter the, the government's proposed order. And then they said in their argument, this is again quoting from the government, the defendant's proposed order would lead to the public dissemination of discovery material. 
That's a no-no. Indeed, that is the defendant's stated goal. The defendant, Trump, seeks to use the discovery material to litigate this case in the media, but that is contrary to the purposes of criminal discovery, which is to afford defendants the ability to prepare for and mount a defense in court, not to wage a media campaign. The court should instead enter the government's proposed order. They then quoted from Trump bashing Pence just this past weekend in footnote one. The defendant has made a number of additional social media posts related to this case since the government filed its protective order motion on Friday. For example, the day before his counsel made comments about Mr. Pence, the defendant, Trump, posted the following to social media. Quote, wow, it's finally happened. Little Mike Pence, a man who was about to be ousted as governor of Indiana until I came along and made him VP has gone to the dark side. I never told a newly emboldened Pence to put me above the Constitution, or that Mike was too honest. He is delusional, and he wants to show he's a tough guy. But even more uh, cutting, if you will, by the Department of Justice and Jack Smith is the quotes they, they make of John Loro on um, television. And what they say about that, which I love, and I'm going to quote from it here, is that... Um, as you know, I'm a trial lawyer, and when I'm not breaking down the latest legal filings today for you on Legal AF, I'm jumping from courthouse to meeting to meeting, and it can be exhausting and, frankly, dehydrating. That's why I started using Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America and is now available in a sugar-free option. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone and you can keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors white peach green grape and lemon lime i love how liquid iv makes me feel after having liquid iv i feel ready to take on the day at full strength also the packaging is super convenient and makes it super easy to carry with me for when i need it most my favorite flavor is the white peach. It's robust and super satisfying, but you can't go wrong with green grape and lemon lime either. Just one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. There are no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar with a proprietary amino acid allulose blend for a sweet taste without the calories or raised blood glucose levels you get from sugar. And of course it's non-GMO and free from from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code LEGALAF at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code LEGALAF at liquidiv.com. These are the five shows that uh, Laura was on, and here are quotes the government wants Judge Chutkin to know about. Uh, and I quote from the brief. On Sunday, 
August 6th, defense counsel appeared on five television programs and discussed this case in detail, publicly commenting on topics including the party's disagreement over the protective order, the defense's planned legal arguments, the defendant's actions and statements during the charged conspiracies, and expected testimony of prospective witnesses. For instance, on CNN, quoting John Lauro, this protective order that's being suggested by the Biden administration is an effort to keep the press from important non-sensitive information. The press of the American people in a campaign season have a right to know what the evidence is in this case, provided that the evidence is not protected otherwise. On ABC, John Lauro said, quote, this is an attack on you and members of the press. I'm really surprised people haven't spoken out about it. What the government, what the Biden administration is trying to do is prevent the press from learning about exculpatory and helpful information, evidence that the people have a right to know. That is shocking. Uh, on NBC, he said, well, I'm shocked, John Lauro, and I can find you a lawyer to address this, but I'm shocked that all the news media outlets aren't protesting what the government is trying to do. They're trying to say that we have discovery that's not sensitive, but we don't want the press to hear about it. And Mr. Trump, our team is saying, President Trump is saying that if there's evidence out there that the government has that's exculpatory or informative, the press has the right to know. Here we go. Donald Trump the protector and defender of the press. The man who constantly, his constant harangue and refrain is that the press is the enemy of the people. This is Orwellian in its presentation. Uh, and, and, and so on. And the uh, lawyers for, for the Department of Justice, Tom Windham, who signed this motion, reminded the judge, although I don't think she needs any reminding, that all of the statements made by John Lauro on all five new shows, or four new shows at Fox Shop, violate local criminal rule 57.7b, right? Which um, prohibit a defense counsel from stating what he intends to do with discovery, publicizing outside of the court the details of the case and testimony of anticipated witnesses. 57.7b provides that it is the duty of an attorney in a criminal case not to publicly disseminate information or opinion John, regarding, among other things, the existence or contents of any statements given by the accused or the identity, testimony, or credibility of prospective witnesses. So when John Loro takes on Mike Pence and says we can't wait to cross-examine him, he just violated local criminal rule 57.7b, and the government is putting them on notice. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a separate motion by Jack Smith on that local rule and the violation related to it. And for a good measure, the motion, the Department of Justice Special Counsel, uh, cites the court to a 1941 case, Bridges versus California, from the Supreme Court, which in, in a parenthetical quote says, legal trials are not like elections, to be won through the use of the meeting hall, the radio, and the newspaper. And, the, and they went on in their uh, filing to say, the goal of the defendant's proposed protective order, prejudicial publicity, is antithetical to the interest of justice. And then they reminded the judge as to why they can't accept the red lines, and she shouldn't accept it, the proposed changes, because it just totally guts the protective order and its purpose. For instance, um, in paragraph one, the... Uh, uh, Trump people want to replace certain language which, which would have the effect of allowing them to subpoena sensitive information through discovery and publicize it through that material. 
Uh, and of course, Jack Smith's group smarter than they are and caught that. And so you can't agree to that. And another interesting paragraph change, they wanted to, the Trump people, John Laura, wanted to remove uh, lawyers and paid staff for lawyers as being part of the group that can see the sensitive information. And said something like, uh, well, there's uh, volunteer attorneys and other consultants and other volunteers and other people that we may want to show it to. They'll all be working for the defense. And what, I love this quote, the... Uh, the reminder from the uh, Department of Justice Judge Tufton is that, um, remember, Judge, there are several co-conspirators. In fact, there are six co-conspirators who are attorneys uh, whom the defense might interpret as other attorneys assisting the counsel, and the court should not accept that edit. What is that catching? That means that uh, uh, Cheeseboro... Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, uh, Boris Epstein, John Eastman shouldn't be allowed as co-conspirators to, to volunteer their time and efforts and get access to all of the discovery material, especially when they're as of yet unindicted co-conspirators, but soon could be indicted co-conspirators. They shouldn't be able to get access to the same, very same universe of information that will be used to indict them as well, unless and until they're indicted. Um, and so uh, uh, that is the attack. It just shows you that for every change that Donald Trump's team made, Jack Smith saw right through it and called it out to the judge as to why this will gut and turn the protective order on its head. Now, where do we go from here, Popak? Friday started the whole thing with the filing of the protective order motion, and now on Monday, talk about wheels of justice moving fast, you can smell the smoke of the wheels of justice in Judge Tanya Chutkin's courtroom. And we have from Friday to Monday, right, with all the weekend days in between, a fully briefed motion for protective order issue, meaning we have the opening brief, the opposition brief, and the reply brief, along with some BS by Donald Trump to try to slow down the trade um, in filings and asking for more time, 14 days every time, 14 days every time. You know what Jack Smith's team said to the footnote by Donald Trump that, that cried and pleaded about, we needed 14 days, Your Honor, it was really hard to work over the weekend especially when John Laura was tied up on five different new shows. Uh, please always give us 14 days, the 14 days. Don't shorten it, Judge. We always need 14 days or maybe seven days. And you know what Jack Smith's group said? We're going to file our reply in two hours. Two hours. It's like name that tune, right? Donald Trump's like, I can name that tune in 14 days. And Jack Smith's response was, I can name it in two hours. And they filed an eight-page brief in two hours. It's now fully briefed. Now, Judge Chutkin has just ruled she wants a hearing. It'll be this Friday where she'll make the ultimate decision on the protective order, likely siding with the Department of Justice. Most decisions in federal court are made on the papers, meaning on the fully briefed issue. There's very few oral arguments at this level, maybe on some highfalutin constitutional issues down the road, certainly on any kind of attack on the indictment. Uh, that would be made by Donald Trump's team, but not on sort of garden variety entering a protective order. So I would be surprised, mildly surprised, if Tanya Chutkin bought in to the Trump request for the second time to have another hearing sometime this week so they can muddy the waters more with some sort of oral argument. 
I think she's going to rule. I think she's going to rule this week. And why I think she's going to rule this week and quickly and quickly, beginning of this week, is because on August 28th, she's already pulled everybody together in a live hearing in her courtroom in order to set the trial date of this case under the Speed Trial Act. And she wants, I'm sure, to have cleared the brush and the undertow away and have Jack Smith's protective order in place so he can produce all the documents to the other side so they have at least the benefit of the 16 tractor trailers, whatever it's going to be, of information before the August 28th hearing. And there's going to be full briefing on that August 28th hearing that's moving on a separate track that we're going to follow in only one place, the Midas Touch Network on YouTube on hot takes just like this one. And so that's what's going to happen the rest of the week. We're going to follow it and everything else at the intersection of U.S. law and politics that matters. If you like these hot takes, you're going to love our long-format podcast. Our long-format podcast is on Wednesdays and Saturday nights. We do it on YouTube. We get 15,000, 20,000 live chatting with the hosts. Me on Wednesdays, me on Saturdays. I'm joined with Karen Friedman and Niflo on Wednesdays. And Micellus, co-founder of the Midas Touch Network, on Saturdays. Uh, we pull together five or six of these top stories, just like these hot takes, put it together, and we do our own version, a 